Let me tell you of the days of high adventure. I'm John. And I'm Kevin. And this is Six Degrees of Schwarzenegger, the podcast where we take a long, hard look at some of our favorite action movies <laughs> from the era of <laughs> Arnold. Uh, Schwarzenegger is the icon of the genre, and we're taking a deep dive into some of these 80s and 90s cult action movies and breaking them all the way down. John, you made it weird right off the top. That's, I love it. That's why I'm here, baby. I'm here to make it weird, baby. This movie calls for making it a little weird. Uh, this movie's kind of What wild. are you drinking over there? Is that bourbon kicking in? Yeah, yeah. Well, so when I first got to Kevin's house tonight, um, he made me do a blind taste test, and I fucking killed it. You nailed um, it. And now I'm sipping on, this is a, a pre-made old-fashioned that you have been chilling in your freezer. And yeah. Buddy, it's awesome. It's is delicious. It? Okay. Yeah. I thought you maybe it might be too sweet for you. No, I, I thought it was pushing the envelope of a little too no, sweet. I don't mind old-fashioned to have a little more sweetness. Okay. Yeah. Cool, it's, man. It's good. And the, and That's the, made with the, my ancient, ancient age that I finally got rid of all of it. And I, the, it's got the perfect amount of citrus in it as well. It's okay. awesome. It's really good. And we are back to talk more about uh, Cyborg. Also, You're thanks, thanks to all our, our loyal listeners. Thanks to our listeners on the OG uh, Six Degrees of Schwarzenegger feed. Also, our listeners on the Last of the Action Heroes podcast network feed. We love you all. Yeah, all of our fans in Tibet. Um, <laughs> we always Argentina. get the random, lots of listens from <laughs> Australia and the UK but then we got some that always pop up in Belgium, Israel. I think it's super cool. Yeah, that's badass. We get a lot of listens out of Russia. Probably they're the big Seagal fans there, yeah, right? Probably. Um, but yeah, so we, it's awesome. <laughs> Keep yeah, it up. We appreciate Tell it. Tell your friends. Yeah, we absolutely. want you all listening. We're trying to build our own private army. <laughs> <laughs> to, to spread love. Love and peace throughout the realm. <laughs> That's right. A, a war of peace, even. But so yeah, yeah, we're here to talk about Cyborg. Yeah, man. What's been going on in it's this maybe the best, crazy movie? the best movie you've ever seen. It was a big, gaping <laughs> hole in my your, uh, Van Damme. Your 80s uh, <laughs> education. Yes. So, But I'm, I'm, I'm a better man for having watched it, maybe? Yeah. Question mark? Well, I mean, I think that there's, I mean, like, like we said, it was the death knell for canon. It was uh, Van Damme on the cusp of being a breakout star. Yeah. And so for as much as this movie sucked, um, at least some good things came of it. Well, like you had after, so after Schwarzenegger did Terminator, he did like a couple of shit movies in there. He mm -hmm. had, he had um, Raw Deal mm -hmm. and Red Heat, which are both <laughs> mm -hmm. just like, Ugh, what are these? But it was like those things that he had already in the pipeline, I think. Yeah, that he While wishes that he could After he had become famous. Or after after he'd become been unleashed on the world, right? And <laughs> he had to get those couple things out of the system before he could move on to like the bigger and better projects. Yeah, and when I say that good things happened as a result of this movie, I mean that Van Damme became a became a star, and that Cannon shuddered. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But dude, how like how good is Bloodsport? It's awesome. Fucking killer movie. Yeah. His early stuff, he just had it, man. He had that star power. It was such a simple concept for a movie. 
Um, That's what we need to see, though, but, is him in, in skimpy clothes doing karate shit. Yeah, or whatever, that's the whatever. thing. It's like that movie was high flying and it felt adventurous the whole time, even when it was just the one on one, like the fight montages were just fun to watch yeah. just because those guys had skill. These were real martial artists that looked great. And there is a dearth, a very apparent lack of that in this movie where Van Damme is really the only guy in the movie that can hold his own. And I can't imagine, I mean, he had to have choreographed the fights and he could only right. do so much with people that didn't know martial arts and make it look believable. It's just like, you just wail on me yeah. while I'm doing like nah. amazing kicks and everything like nah. that. So I guess uh, I'll, but yeah, I, what's, what, what happened in episode so one? So in here? episode one, uh, the world is effectively ended. It's and the then, end times. And then the plague came. And then the plague came. So, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So yeah, the world ended and then there was a plague <laughs> yeah. that, that, that got the rest of us. We got and the plague. And so the last doctors, the last doctors, for some reason, the last ones, are in Atlanta working uh-huh. on a cure. But to it's make... got to be a CDC thing, but to, right? Yeah, to make the cure, they need a hold of the data from this cyborg that it was being shuttled down from New York. But before she could make it, uh-huh. the guy that was escorting her got killed by this dude, Fender Tremolo and his gang of pirates. But she got <laughs> saved by Gibson Rickenbacker. Yeah. That's Van Damme. Uh-huh. And then uh, she got taken hostage again. Or she got taken hostage. They got period. separated. Yeah, she, she got, got grabbed. Yeah, she yeah. got grabbed, and he got buried under some rubble. Showed up too late at a village that Fender and his dudes had like murdered everyone and stolen a boat. And then he took out this girl that he thought was going to kill her. He being uh, Gibson, but it's just this beautiful young woman who, when she comes to after he knocked her out, says they're taking her to Atlanta because she has the cure. Yeah, we got to rescue this girl. And and we also saw uh, a flashback of a past life where he on a job was taking care of this woman and her two younger siblings and uh-huh. some shit went down and we're not really sure what happened, but that this fender guy was somehow related. And that is what happened in episode one. <laughs> Absolutely, man. You nailed it. Okay. Hell yeah. So we pick up and Gibson is, he's standing on the dock of that massacred village, just staring at a burning corpse. Always just staring. He was like deeply staring at it. <laughs> Deep in thought, like hair moosed to within an inch of its life. Natty comes walking up, says the pirates did all this just to get a boat. Gibson asks, how did you survive? She says she hid when they had arrived. Natty says she saw them sailing off down the intercoastal waterway toward Charleston. Then he arrived, and she thought he must be another pirate. Let me just let me just press <laughs> please, pause for just a moment. Please do. Where are they? They're in the New Jersey slash Bronx area. So they're in New. Let's just say New Jersey. Let's, let's be say generous in Hoboken. And say, yeah, because that's, that's the only the clue sign. we yeah. get soon. So they're in New Jersey. Okay, but she saw them. She says, "I saw them sail toward Charleston <laughs> among a hundred other settlements along the coast between here and there, right? Like, how does she know where they're going? She doesn't know where fucking Charleston is. I'll try There's to... There's no sign. She said, I saw them. Like, right, it was not oh. like this way to Charleston sign on the, <laughs> on the dock. I, the anyway. only thing I would try to make an excuse, maybe, is that, I agree, there's no such thing as a waterway to Charleston. Right. But maybe she, if she knows they're going to Atlanta... 
maybe the 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 quickest way to Atlanta is to park your boat and at Charleston. And she's familiar with all the shipping routes. Absolutely. Maybe there she are, is. They're seafaring Maybe she has a, she's, a mar- she's a mariner <laughs> she's herself. A, a mariner. Absolutely. A mariness. A mariness. A um, I don't know. I don't know. Marinara. But Gibson says, I'm leaving, and walks <laughs> off. <laughs> okay. He said, I'm gone. <laughs> I'm gone. I swear, though, the movement of his mouth was something else entirely. Yep. So... Natty follows him, asks if he's going after the pirates to save Pearl. That's the cyborg. Mm-hmm. She says that her family died of plague just like everybody else, and she'd like to help with the cure. That's nice. Volunteering. Her delivery is so flat. Yeah. It defies description. Again, it's it was like, like you're reading off a cue card or something, but I think it's also you got nothing to work with doing a scene with Van Damme. Right. So Gibson says, I don't want your help. Don't care about the cure. It's not my business. Mm. What? Okay. Mm. Isn't the cure for the plague like everyone's business you on the planet? Think. But Natty asks, what do you care about if you don't care about the cure? Fender. Fender. So she calls him a jerk for not caring about curing the plague, which is accurate. Yeah. Gibson suggests that she should go save the day and rescue Pearl herself. She says maybe she will, and he can't stop her from taking the road to Charleston. And he says, good luck off screen somewhere. Yeah. I don't think that we've ever done a movie on this podcast that features acting as bad as what we just saw in this scene. It's really, really bad. Like some others were like, there's some bad acting in Cobra and maybe red Sonia and some terrible shit in Highlander, but nothing that compares to this where I don't even get the impression that he's trying. No. Like at least now that you give him an, they get some points for giving an effort. He's trying. He can't just, act, but he's trying. I would trying. love to know what was happening on set. Like that. I wonder if Van Damme was miserable. He like, says that he says that he did not enjoy doing this movie. But you would think a young dude like trying to become famous, he would be giving a thousand percent Oscar performance. I wonder in if every if, role, if like in the prequels, the Star Wars prequels, I you know you read about like Lucas basically was like reining everyone in he didn't want them to like act he wanted them to just like i just want you to say the words and this is the inflection yeah and not and and that's like i wonder if pyun was like if you're doing too much there's some context that we're not in on with i have an idea i have an idea idea brainwave brainwave if pyun thought all along that he was going to have someone else dub the voice. Then maybe he didn't give a fuck how Van Damme's performance was. Cause he's like, I'll have some other actors going to act the shit out of this later when we're dubbing the voice. You're just going to hear an animated voice, but you're not going <laughs> to see the mouth of, move coming out of a stone faced <laughs> Van Damme. No dead behind the eyes. Van Damme. It's just, I don't it's, know. It's, that's a, that's all I'm offering it is as a possibility yeah. that maybe he didn't give a shit. Yeah. Just l- mouth the words, dude. Yeah. And and maybe that's why Van Damme was not enjoying himself because he's like, oh, I'm not going to get maybe maybe people so. are going to hear my maybe voice. So. This fucking sucks. This sucks for me. That's a good theory. I, I don't like know. That. But so, yeah. Now, next to a rusty sign for Hoboken. So we that's are, we are in New Jersey. That's we're at least in the vicinity of Hoboken. Gibson, he's studying his maps while Natty chugs water and eats berries. So they're all the way up in New Jersey. And I don't know in what world they think they're going to keep pace with a boat that's chugging along day and night. No. 
It doesn't make any sense. I don't care what shortcut you know, unless you can bend the rules of space and time, you're yeah, not going to make it before that boat. Also, I don't know. I feel like scenes were chopped out because he's immediately letting her roll with him. Yeah. After we just saw him saying, like, you're on your own. Well, Cut two, they're together. Uh, well, she said it's a free, the road is open and you can't yeah. stop me. So but maybe he's just like. But she's but, also drinking all his water. Well, I, I thought I it was like her water. Her but, water I thought, he's I thought just it was her water. Slow down. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like looking out for her. He's like, he's a, you know, the slinger with a heart of gold. <laughs> okay. Then he just really stares at her for a minute. You know? Yeah, the, the, the her eating stuff really w- brings something back to him. It was like he glitched up or something. Like he was frozen. He just It looked froze. more like he was like, he looked at her for a second, but then he was like transfixed by Deep the container of berries. He was like, ah, oh, berries. <laughs> berries. That brings yeah. back a memory. So flashback to Mary. That was his, his love interest in another time. She's gardening at that farmhouse. I suppose that's what she's doing. She's dug three little <laughs> tiny furrows. In the middle of the lawn. Yeah. I'm like, this is not how you they're, plant. They're maybe two and a half feet long a piece. Yeah. And it looks like she, I mean, she has a little hand hoe, but it looks like she dug them by hand, like <laughs> scraped it out with her two hands. Because it's like, oh, man. she's not a farmer, this <laughs> no. Mary. No. Uh, now, Natty asks Gibson if he thinks they'll find Fender. And Gibson says, we'll get him. So but now it's we. What's all this we talk? It's essentially the point of this movie is getting yeah. Fender. I do. I feel like a chunk of the script got lopped off yeah. here. But she asks why he stuck around while she was unconscious after she had tried to kill him. And he says he felt sorry for her and then just walks away. There he goes again. Always like just fucking wandering off. But I felt like that low key sounded like an insult. I felt sorry for you. What <laughs> he means is like, I... I felt bad. I didn't want to see you die because I had not. I yeah, brained I knocked you, you out. Or you shouldn't, yeah, you shouldn't get killed because I knocked you out. But so later on, Gibson and Natty, they arrive at a settlement after dark. People are bustling around. Blacksmiths are making shit. Man, there are blacksmiths everywhere. It's like everyone in that. T- but I guess that that's like the trade to take yeah. up if you're going to try Everyone's to make it Everyone's rocking knives. This is a knife culture. Sweaty, shirtless, ripped blacksmiths that everywhere. One dude, that one shredded up dude with his shirt open, abs oiled up. <laughs> and then the other dude was like I can roided make you a wrench. <laughs> that one dude was so fucking huge. The big black dude, he was roided up, yes. man. It was fucking wild, dude. But Gibson finds a bartender to give him an update on Finn who he says is working his way down the intercoastal waterway to Charleston. Like, no, yeah, we already got that information mm-hmm. like in the last Go scene. Go on. <laughs> so, although it would make a lot more sense in the context of the story that this guy has information and Natty didn't know anything except they headed south right. or something like that. But that's on the writer, like yeah. no one else. Also, though... Miss Kitty Chalmers made that mistake. The bartender says they torched a settlement in Hatteras the day before to collect some wood. If that is Hatteras. They're already halfway there. Well, they're already in North Carolina. Yeah, they're Outer Banks. Yeah. They're halfway there already. I feel like. These fucks should be in like what? Pennsylvania? At at best. Absolute best. At best. And, And days and days later. And what doesn't make also sense is like. Yeah, where are they supposed to be right now? I was looking. It would take you like three to four weeks to walk from Hoboken <laughs> to Charleston. And I feel like it's been a couple of days. Also, how did the word of them being in Hatteras get back to wherever the fuck they are this quick? I don't know. I also love that the dude says that they 
they stopped and burned a settlement while they were collecting wood. <laughs> like, well, why would they burn something to collect fuel for burning? Like, I, I don't know. Is it a, it, but is it a steamship? Is that what we're know. getting? Like, do they need the wood to fuel the, I think that, the that's boat? What, I think so. There's probably not a lot of gas. I would in agree the world. with that. Okay. So I'm, I'll roll with that. Then. But still, it's like, you need fuel. Why are you going to burn the settlement down? I guess, I don't know. And my other question is, this seems to be like a civilization without electricity. So that bright red light that's shining on them, I was just like, what the, the fuck is wood, that? Wood fire generator. Wood fire generator. Steam. Steam powered. The distances like, in this movie, I'm just like, boggle They the should have gone full steampunk how on this shit, dude. Are they in, how are these fucks in North Carolina? And if they're in North Carolina, how is, like, the bad guys... How is Gibson going to intercept them when they're in Pennsylvania? Or That's what I, I or don't feel like the boat's Maryland. not the boat's not zooming along, but I still feel like you'd make that journey in maybe five or six days and, at and most. Maybe also the conceit is that they've got to stop and get and wood, like wood every, maybe every couple hours. Yeah, or yeah, every two minutes because there's what, there's like twelve <laughs> or so bad guys on the boat. Later on, there's at least like twenty five dudes standing around, <laughs> but there are not that many people on the boat, so it's another just glitch in the matrix yeah. of this movie i think but um i now i'm thinking like if they had gone full steampunk on the movie that would have been cool yeah it would have been awesome just like everyone's wearing top hats and fucking monocles and like steam, <laughs> <laughs> steam powered machine here's guns my, here's, here's my gauntlet <laughs> yes i'm flying around on a rocket steam powered rocket robot pack. gauntlet arm <laughs> so gibson says i'm gonna catch up with them where the ocean meets the road to atlanta where huh <laughs> That's not a thing. You know, that spot. There's that the one, one spot. That one, we have to accept that in this world, there's only one road in the world. And the road mm. from Hoboken to Atlanta apparently runs out of its way down through Charleston. As a result of climate change. <laughs> yes, I the guess The eastern so. seaboard has been reshaped by Mother Earth. So then the guy says that he heard that Gibson had left that slinger life behind and found peace in the country. Yeah, so we get that th there's like a familiarity between these two because they have like pet names for each other. A guy calls him Gibbs and I'm he old, calls him I'm Mace. Old Mace. Yeah. Now, is Gibson like a famous person in the world that he's everyone's that words trickled out what Gibson's up to? I think that he was probably a like a Are their buddies a, and that's why a well known slinger. Okay. He's probably in and out of places, you know. I take it Fender is pretty like uh notorious yeah, in that's, this world that's the or whatever. I get too. So cue a flashback to the farmhouse. What? Mary says this place could be their home and asks Gibson to stay with them. She's just emotional. Just emotionally staring. On the verge of tears, she says. It's a this no is going to be dude. our home. This beautiful woman wants you to stay with her in this idyllic farmhouse and presumably just have all the sex. Yes, yeah, like start a colony. Absolutely. You're going to stick around. Also, we have to acknowledge, again, how bad the fucking long wig was on yeah, JCVD. I don't even... It's like they put it on him backwards or something. It's weird. <laughs> it's long in the front. It looks like it's a, like a colonial wig or something like that. It was strange. But then they cut to Gibson now with shorter hair. He's hiding his guns away. I don't know. Did like a large chunk of time pass? That's what I said. The short hair is, I guess, supposed to denote the passage of time. It almost seems like she asked him to stay. He went and immediately cut the hair. Well, they were banging the guns and away. she was like, I need you to this cut hair this. hair is getting in the way. This, I don't like your hair being longer than mine. It tickles my back and I don't like it. Let's trade haircuts. <laughs> her, she was very cute. She in her pixie cute. look? Yeah, she yeah. Was, had it going on, dude. Now, back in the present, Gibson tells the bartender that he made the mistake of starting to believe in the dream. 
the dream, I guess, being like this peaceful, simple yeah. life, whatever. Yeah. Bartender says everybody needs a little hope. Then he tells Gibson to be sure that he's returning to Slinger life for the right reasons. He asks Gibson, what comes after you kill Fender? Right. Gibson doesn't seem to have an answer. Van Damme again doing the fucking bare minimum mm-hmm. in the scene. Can you just stand here? Thank you. So later on, Gibson and Natty are watching people being treated for the plague. Looks like fucking agony. There's like, yeah. looks like burns or something like blisters well, on the like, skin well, first or something. They show, I wasn't even sure. It's like a guy digging in an opened up body or in a bowl of nasty stew. And the guy's wearing <laughs> it. What it's what looks like an old lady's hat with a string of pearls coming off of it or something. Was that like doctor wear? Yeah, I think it was like, he's supposed to be a, a physician of some kind. Okay. But, and then he like scoops whatever it is that he's fucking without and then touches it on the forehead of the patient who's got all those like nasty sores or whatever. Yeah, I was just like, is, I don't know how you treat the, pa- the plague, but it looks like you just smear soup Goo on it. On it. <laughs> stew. some chunky you stew, a, you stew on going. It. <laughs> so, so Natty says to Gibson, so the cure is not important, huh? They were painfully out of focus in that shot. It was awful. So elsewhere, some asshole, maybe a pirate, takes a little kid's ball away from him. Uh-huh. They used every bit of that shot up until the guy grabbing the ball from the kid like earlier in the scene when they were establishing the settlement or whatever. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> the Gibson Beer's takes the ball that. back, beats the dude up, returns the ball back to the kid. Gibson really picks and chooses his battles. He's like, cure the plague? Nah. Fuck it. But like, oh, some kid got his ball stolen. He'll stick up for a child. <laughs> right. So we should mention that, like the dude is wearing like fishnet stockings on his face. That seemed to be like a pirate look. A lot uh-huh. of the dudes. Apparently it was so they could use the same actors to play a lot of different parts. There you go. The same stuntmen or whatever. But now Gibson pensively watches the boy reuniting with his family unit. Despite the fact that Van Damme was giving off like Stranger Danger vibes, I thought. Good lighting. It also seemed like, I guess we're supposed to get the impression that he's having a change of heart. Yeah. He's seeing maybe the value of like curing this plague. This is one of the first moments where I was like, this shot looks great. The good lighting and yeah. camera work on Jean-Claude. That a was A lot nice. of stuff in that settlement. I mean, they were going, I think, for Blade Runner vibes. Yeah. Like this bustling. The fire, like red against the dark, like the, the blue lit up backgrounds yeah, and stuff. Yeah, man. It was pretty good. Yeah. Pretty, so, pretty good. Now, back on the pirate's boat, it's cruising through the water, Fender's studying maps and shit. There seems to be like a knife sharpening party going on below deck. <sighs> Dude. All right. So first of all, Fender's studying nautical charts. <laughs> it's like when, when next, Matrix was looking at those charts. <laughs> mm, yes. Charts. Maps. Next, next to an open flame that they have <laughs> lit to, next to what looks to be the engine. Yeah, of course. And he's also wearing sunglasses. Fucking dark in there. <laughs> I wondered if... There was, I feel like there had to have been some subplot where he was like on something, some sort of a drug that maybe turned his eyes blue and he needs to wear these glasses all the time because he's got like sensitive eyes or something. Well, we like, we it seems like he's huffing and wheezing at times where it's like, I feel like he's supposed to be on something. That would make sense. Um, they don't give us any, I'm just trying to make excuses. We can remake this movie and fill in some of these holes, but you were talking about the knife thing. And this is what I'm saying. I was like, there's something very erotic about this scene with all these bare-chested men and women in just a bra like making male masturbatory hand motions with their phallic object knives it's like everyone's like oh oh yeah oh god (laughs) i counted no fewer than five people and they're sharpening knives together and the one dude's like 
Let me slice my hand open to see if it's sharp. <laughs> it's a knife sharpening orgy below decks. <laughs> so back on the road, Gibson and Natty come to a fork with signs for Wasteland, Charleston, and Temptation. Wasteland, Tennessee. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. They're making grand time, apparently. But despite the fact that the sign for Wasteland and the sign for Charleston are pointing in opposite directions, Gibson wants them to go through the Wasteland. It's I don't where, know. It's where the dimensional portal is. It must to Atlanta. be. That's the only thing that makes sense. Uh, so Natty says going through the Wasteland is crazy. Gibson implies that it's a shortcut. It's the only way to keep up with the boat on foot. I'll say it again. There's no way to keep up with no, the boat on foot, no, period. Nope. You could run Usain Bolt speed the whole way, and I don't think you could keep up with that boat. No. But so they just needed some scenes of them traveling by other means. Like maybe they're on a river. Or by ostrich. Or they're riding on horses or something like that. Or they're like on some tracks with that old timey, like the hand cart where they're pumping, <laughs> they're pumping away on that shit or a bicycle built for two it's, or something. It's you believable know what I mean? that they could get, if like, yeah, they cleared off some train track. Steam train. Yeah. Bam. We'll catch the train this far. Maybe we get ahead of them. You know, it's just silly. Yeah. But I feel like they didn't have the money for any of that. No. Maybe there were ideas where have this money, we'll shoot those scenes at the end and then there was no money and what they, they had was what they just had. just as easily said... They're in Washington, D.C., and it would have made just that little bit more sense. Oh, to start out? Sense. Or Baltimore. They're yeah. in Baltimore. I don't know Balmer. why. Balmer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I agree with you. I don't know why it needed to be New York. I don't either. But, um, either. yeah, so this road is lined with skulls on sticks. <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> I like while they're jawing, they get that stare down from the middle-aged man that's yet again an, another guy in a Shakespearean outfit. <laughs> Well, I felt like, so if they're raiders or something that are in the wasteland, that mm -hmm. are like making their living by attacking travelers, you probably don't want to line the road with sticks with skulls on them. Welcome. You want to make it a little more inviting than that, right? And, and that guy's one of them. He's just like, hey, yeah. cool. But so sometime later, Gibson and Natty, they're walking down this wooded road, seemingly exhausted. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden... It's like fucking Sam Raimi is directing or something because they had that shaky, like, like Evil POV. Dead. Yeah. It was that Evil Dead, like, uh, shaky cam <laughs> thing going. And uh, Gibson notices there's a figure, like, running through the woods. He halts Natty and then just runs off into the woods. And she's like, typical. Which I thought was the first delivery of her in the whole movie that I was like, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. She did good on that scene. That one word, yeah. I should say poor thing it's it's weird though that he offered no explanation he just ran off yeah, he like stopped seemed to scent something and then just took off running <laughs> bye it's like that Shh, you smell something <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so now we see a, there's another masked man he's watching from some elevated position we see more of this figure running around then natty runs to a large like derelict building it's this right. multi-level brick factory looking thing yeah with like the skeleton of a building the walls have all like crumbled away it was a very cool location yeah, it's awesome this is and that, this was that one had of, to be new that's north carolina somewhere and this I'm was sure. one of those one of the scenes in the movie that like as a child i watched oh you I remember like, this part this, well this whole part that it stuck out like vividly okay it is one of the first like bits of action that i feel like works mm -hmm. in the movie and it just looks cool like especially when yeah. during the action sequences where they're up and you got the like the green foliage around and like the camera just kind of well the production value was great but i'm sure it really was just an old factory or an yeah. old something that they found and were like can we film here you know yeah. um but so yeah 
Gibson catches and kills a pair of masked men in the woods. He stabs one dude and like snaps another guy's neck. Mm-hmm. As Natty wanders through this crumbling building, a pair of figures rappel down. Kevin, Kevin, <laughs> that that we assume then that those guys have been waiting for whoever to come along, and they're like, "Oh shit, rappel! We got to rappel!" Definitely, they've been up in the very for, top for of the building. They are there. Are they on shifts? And then they they sh- like they shift out after a twelve hour shift, and the next guy hooks up duty, to the harness. Yeah, duty. Those dudes oh, from Under Siege, <laughs> like came here. But no, what's nuts is um, yeah, like some for why did she go straight to the very top of this building? Mm-hmm. So I'm going up to the I'm going up to the tippy top to see if she could see to see what to she see, could see what I can see. So other figures step out, and suddenly Natty is surrounded by masked men. Mm-hmm. These dudes though would have been in plain fucking sight. Like there was nowhere for them to hide. They just stepped into frame and yeah. I'm like, Wait, oh, fuck. She didn't see them. <laughs> she walked <laughs> right by that guy. So they're menacing her with chains and crossbows and bow and arrow. The leader has a fucking morning star. That's a custom job. <laughs> where did he get that shit? He hey, made it. Hey, where'd you get that? Hey, where, where did you get that? <laughs> <laughs> so a goon in a gas mask then grabs Natty and is clearly using her as a human shield, despite the fact that, uh, Gibson's right. not even there yet. So I can, I can, I can, I think I can talk my way through this one. <laughs> so the goon in the gas mask grabs Natty from behind. Then there's a very quick cut to Gibson running up with his four barrel rifle but like he's still inside like, the building. He hasn't been seen yet, I don't but think. But I think that that's what we're supposed to assume is that they kind of glimpse him. And in a cut scene, they must have seen him because the next <laughs> shot, the gas mask guy's using Natty. So what I. I could, I could forgive this. I think this they was, just used some B-roll from the, later. This is one of the less egregious moments to me. I was like, they, they must have, like, the fact that they at least they showed him running into the building with the gun. That bugged the shit out of me. Yeah, I know. But I know. So, so Gibson pops out. He shoots one guy with his cool rifle. It's never clear to me exactly how that thing works or what it is that it's shooting. Um, paintballs. I saw where it was like a repurposed paintball gun is what they used to make the thing. <laughs> but I don't know that that can't be what he's shooting. It's like uh, poison it has to be, darts or has to be, is it? It's, I don't think it's bullets. I don't think it's gunpowder though. I think well, it's see, something that, else. So he, at some point in the movie later on, he, he reloads a CO2 cartridge yeah. because it's a paintball gun. But then I was like, that's not a bad conceit for yeah. an actual weapon that would have fired something like a musket ball, but powered by CO2. Absolutely. So it was like, again, something that he, Rigged it looked hella cool. It's one of the cooler things in the movie that I I'm agree. like, oh, that's it's sort of cool. an iconic weapon. I haven't seen that before. Yeah. I like that. I agree. So this one goon with a chain whips the gun out of Gibson's hand. Then he starts doing some vintage Van Damme moves. Uh-huh. Like if I'm talking about the very exaggerated knees to the midsection. Yeah, the flying knee. A first little spinning uh, <laughs> kick. Gibson kicks this little blade out of the toe of his boot and slashes one dude's throat with his flying spin kick. It was badass. It is kind of cool. He dispatches several bad guys wielding knives and kicks one dude off whatever floor it is they're on, like into the trees, which I thought was every time I've watched the movie now, which has been like three or four times, I've been like, fuck yeah, (laughs) like that was cool. (laughs) He kicked him off the building. I like that. But um, we don't watch Van Damme movies, though, to not see him do martial arts. Right. So finally, he's doing his Van Damme shit right saving the movie now we cut back to the gas mask goon who's holding natty as the human shield like now makes sense to me right gibson pulls a blade from his boot and stalks towards them he's like very deliberately the way he pulled it out of his boot i i've 
remembered this forever. And I think that we used to like mimic this where he like lifts his leg to pull the knife out of the boot. Like, <laughs> that shit looks cool as fuck. I'm like, <laughs> everyone should pull their knife out of their it's boot. It's a Van like Damme showing off his dexterity yeah, or whatever. Maybe. So another goon now produces a weapon that might have been a pool cue. Yeah. It was like two pieces that he starts screwing together. What a moron. Like, why like, was it that already put together? Yeah, you you got to assemble shit. that shit as soon as it starts popping off. Why did you, why would you ever disassemble it? <laughs> So the goon swings this weapon at Gibson with no effect whatsoever because yeah. Gibson takes him out. He catches the swing like right out of the air, breaks the weapon and then punches the dude out. Right now, Natty grabs the gas mask goons dick and escapes <laughs> his clutches as old cock grab. Right. The gas mask goon then pulls out yet another knife and he's ready to stab Natty. Then Gibson throws a knife into that dude's spine. There's like an, endless supply of knives in this movie as we'll see yeah. natty hits him with a barrage of kicks to the dick and balls <laughs> kicks him back against the cement column presumably like driving that knife deeper right. into his back he severed his spine then she runs in him and punches him and he falls off the edge and plummets down like several stories to his death which is obviously a dummy but it was fucking cool yeah, kill it was man. very cool so now she runs to hide in this building but it's like, wait, bitch, you ran straight to the top floor? Like, that was a weird move. That's when I grasped that she's on the top floor of this fucker, right. man. Like, it's crazy to me. But She never anticipated that the rappel guys would be up no. there. She turns, she finds Gibson, he's picking through one of the corpse's pockets. She says, you're pretty good, with a certain amount of horniness. She's very thirsty. Yeah, he doesn't respond at all. That's his that's his move. That's how yeah. he gets them. Per use. She was ready to plow, dude. She was I said she was yeah. ready to make it with the champ. She was <laughs> totally ready to make it with the champ. She liked the way he killed those guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, she so, she does well, she likes a man that can take care of himself in this hellhole. Yeah. So she asked him, Do you ever get used to the killing? And he says, I didn't make this world. And she says, Yeah, you only live in it. Uh, okay. okay, I guess. So sometime later, Gibson and Natty, they're on a sandy beach. Gibson says Fender's boat's going to pass by I here. Just, uh, <laughs> what the <wait>. fuck? What? <laughs> where where one, are they? This shortcut, you're already at the spot where the road meets it. Like they the, got road, ahead the of ocean the, meets the road. Saying. They got ahead of the boat How already. How could he possibly know that? that? That's what I'm saying. There's Has there only one place that they possibly and, and would park is, the boat this is where i was like i wonder if some natural disaster is supposed to have happened that completely altered the eastern seaboard yeah and maybe somehow there is in this reality an intercoastal waterway that now runs from new york to south carolina and there were maybe it's like it's like oh like a, a section sheared off yeah, it's like it sheared off or because of of yeah the seas rising or and falling who, who knows what happened in you know that now there there is maybe there is there's like a, a natural seawall and there is just a channel that runs whoosh, down the coast. It still doesn't explain the wormhole that allowed yeah, them to get there that, already. That's yes. We're here no waiting never mind for about you. the fact that that they jumped through time and space to be here. So Natty welcomes this news though that they're already here. I guess on the outskirts of on the outskirts of Charleston, she starts to immediately get naked. Yeah. So Gibson modestly looks away. For two I, seconds. I sure didn't. <laughs> she <laughs> had like, it going on, dude. Yeah, as soon as she starts running into the ocean, he was taking a long gander. Mm. Mm, not bad, dude. She was. Uh, she had it going on. I, I was a fan of Natty. Yeah, she's a beautiful lady. So later on, after sunset, 
buff-ass Gibson. He's been bathing. He comes walking up to their campfire shirtless with his blanket wrapped around his lower half. Mm-hmm. And it was like, likewise, I was like, damn, fucking Van Damme, man. If I could step out into any action dude's physique, for me, it's Van Damme's. Mine got like be the Fender Tremolo. You like that no, physique no, better? Actually, actually, it'd probably it's be... It's a different... The, the, uh, Van Damme's is amazing just because he's not na- like scrawny. He looks natural. Yeah. He doesn't look roided, like cut to this ridiculous degree. He's I, got like some I meat on him. I heard that a lot, of, a lot of bros want to look like um, Brad Pitt in Fight Club. Right. It's like, it's like the... That's the, the body that... And it's just like, that's... It's not realistic. It's <laughs> you have to. He was he was super lean. Yeah. Right. Lean, Which yeah is so tough lean. to do. I don't know that you can keep that up. You can get in that shape maybe for the week that you're sh- filming shirtless. As as now a, a guy who's about to turn forty one, I would take Brad Pitt as Cliff <laughs> Booth in Once Upon a Time in I Hollywood. I would take. I would take <laughs> anything. <laughs> I don't know. No. But uh, what was I gonna say, dude? You weren't kidding though. Like uh, Fender. Dude. fucking shredded he had more of the fight club physique going like that every ab was on yeah. display like i would be, I would be really no interested to know like him. because if he's a pro surfer i would imagine that he he just eats surfs and works out and that's like his life and probably is like doing a lot of fucking crystal or speed or something man yeah like something to keep his fucking uh metabolism yeah. through yeah. the roof and his energy up but so um rob mcelhenny rob mcelhenny the yeah. dude from uh what always sunny in Philadelphia? Yeah. Who got like? Do you watch the show where there was a scene where he got really fat mm-hmm. on purpose, and then the next season he was really lean, right? And he was like shredded. I mean, his body is incredible yeah. in the show. And he was doing interviews where he had said like, he said guys of a certain generation like the ideal is to look like Brad Pitt in Fight Club, right? Yeah, was yeah, what yeah. he said. And I'm like, yeah, I, I agree. I and I know exactly what he means because you see him, and you're like, fucking, you're not supposed to be able to look like that and have that face. Like that's mm. not fair, dude. Yeah. Um, but yes, it's true. He's like every fucking sinew and, and muscle is just like there. But anyway, but for me, Van Damme is like perfection. So of my how grandmother had a lady. <laughs> <for> him. <laughs> what was the name? Bobby, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Sue, Jimmy Sue. Hell yeah. <laughs> me and Jimmy Sue would have gotten along. What did she, she like? Did she like to drink? Was she a bourbon White drinker? Russians. White Russians. She, fucking a she, the she dude would, the big lebowski she special her, she would make herself a quart container of white russians like how long every, would it last a couple of days okay she and she'd drain that thing <laughs> okay. hell she, yeah she'd get she'd get shit canned and do crossword puzzles <laughs> i thought you were gonna say do karate <laughs> <laughs> that would have been rad <laughs> shit canned maybe she did she did kata <laughs> while she was watching Man hell yes yeah um runs anyway. in the family so, so hold on oh uh, yeah so we got gibson he's half naked walking up to the fire natty is draped in this blanket she's soaking it all in yeah she is then she says you're just a walking wound aren't you fucking mood killer i love scars and then she's like i know i love scars really and it's like <laughs> damn okay no she's full-on horny yeah. still then having been rejected again, though, he just like she changes course. She asks, so, you know, what did Fender ever do to you? Yeah, to break the sexual tension, she asks about this murderer. <laughs> right. That's going to kill the mood. So we see a super quick flashback of Mary and the kids, but it's hard to tell what's happening. It's like I pause and it's like Mary Gibson and one of the kids is tied up with barbed wire. Yeah. And they like are being dropped. Yeah, that's what we see. So then Natty suggests that we can help each other 
And Gibson says no. I'm like, what are we, what no, are we talking no, about? You guys should definitely help each other. Like, what, are we, what are you suggesting, my good woman? <laughs> so Natty asks, you know, if, if you don't think that Pearl, who's carrying the cure for the plague, is worth saving, Gibson says that his reason why he doesn't want to help is that he doesn't want to see Natty die. Uh-huh. Then Natty says, well, I don't want to see you die either. It's like, oh, you've got a lot in common. She does want to see what's under the that blanket. Thing. She yeah. wants to see what he's working with. Right. So there's something in Van Damme's delivery that just makes him seem like a simpleton, though. Yeah. Like more so than just that he doesn't like talking. It just there's seems no, like he's very simple. There's no facial expression. His face never moves uh, until sort of the end of the movie. Yeah. So... <laughs> So it's fucking weird, man. Weird choices if it was his choice. Was, there were no choices here. Let's not call them choices. <laughs> there was no choice. So now Natty predicts, you know, the Gibson's going to be gone when I, you're going to be gone when I wake up in the morning. Then she seductively shrugs that blanket off her shoulders to reveal epic breasts. Yeah. yeah. Huge. <laughs> I was not ready for that. <laughs> like, it's time to... It's time to put the VD in JCVD. Oh no! Oh no! Is this is this one of those moments where it's like the 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 video cassette tapes are coming back to the oh, blockbuster? They're they're all had, shredded at that had one. Had to be one like spot. fucking hell. But I mean, it's like less than two seconds. No, it was very 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 brief. Uh, Gibson slides over. And tease real, that he is real slow. Tease that he is and covers her back up. You fucker! He's like the anti Seagal. Yeah, Seagal <laughs> would have been like, all right, trying to make moves. How about this move? How about uh, I got a move for you? Gross. I guess the idea is that he's still in love with Mary. He's traumatized. I'm telling you. Yeah, I would love to go back and read. Um, an interview or something with Pion because I guarantee you that that's an element of this movie that is just like is missing. And that's what we're supposed to get. Everything he ever loves maybe gets destroyed, type of thing. But maybe if they let Van Damme talk a little more, they could have explained some of these ideas. At any rate, there's this very long musical note lingering in Mm -hmm. the air. Fade to a flashback of Gibson hooking up with Mary. (laughs) I feel like it was that same fucking lighting that. It was in Top Gun when yeah. Maverick was banging Charlie. Yeah, the cinematographer was like, we're just going to do we're Top gonna Gun. We're going to do the Top okay? Gun look. Does that work for you? The fucking instrument playing the bass line in the score sounds reminiscent of the bass line in Take My Breath Away. Really? It sounds. I got to yeah, check it out again very, now. It's very similar. <laughs> it's very similar. Just the timbre of it and sort of the note sequence yeah. that it plays. So later on. It bears mentioning that the music in this scene is fucking terrible. No, throughout, dude. There's not one good piece also, of music. why does it take... Gibson a full like eight seconds to lean in and kiss Mary's neck. It's like he he can't and it's not slow motion. He just like one, two, three. It takes yeah. eight full seconds for his mouth to reach her that's neck. The, that's the seduction. That's the Belgian style. You'll wait for it and you'll like it. <laughs> now later on, Gibson and Mary are spooned up asleep. Post-coitus. And we see the Fender and the Anthony Kiedis clone and another goon are watching them through this open window. Creepy. That was some creeping-ass shit, man. And I laugh every time when Kiedis pulls back the curtain <laughs> to, like, to get a better look. He's like, eh. <laughs> If you'd be like, move, I can't see. <laughs> You're blocking the view, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Gibson he snaps awake in this cold sweat 
Natty is there. She tells him everything's going to be okay. You know, how do you know? No shit. <laughs> that, that's our stopping point what? for this week, dear listeners. Oh my God. What happened? <laughs> so oh. a lot of stuff, but also time nothing tra- at all. This movie has time travel it is with like no time that. machine. They have made that journey, that what four if, week journey in like, I feel like three or four days. It would have made, it would like, they could have even said like after the bottom half of the continent sheared off and floated north or something, you know, like you could have showed them just like. On a on a raft on a river or riding horses <laughs> or something to imply, okay, they're doing a few things that are faster than walking on right. foot. Right. But that cost money. And that's something they didn't have, I think, when they were making this movie. They should they could have just shown a map that showed how like a chunk like just a whole <laughs> chunk of the country yeah. got sheared yeah. off and then if some floated, got some floated up. north. I don't know. You know, it's cheaper than a bicycle built for two though. <laughs> walking. <laughs> <laughs> like, so you guys are walking now. Oh, um, but yeah, that, that's, that's it for this week. I don't know what's happening. We'll be back next week to try to figure it out. And we'll, and we'll tell you all about it. We can't yeah. wait. We'll be back. We'll be back.